Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. And this week I'd like to share a snippet from a conversation I had. It was actually, I had a senior finance executive say to me, you can't measure everything. And uh, this came about as I was challenging her to help me understand how she was assessing the performance of individual members of her team on the intangible property of how they were going about, say, their finance business partnering or interacting with the business and and delivering the business's results in, in the right way. It wasn't just about what they delivered, but in her mind, how they delivered was very important. But I couldn't get any specifics on how she was assessing the success of different team members and it was making me think a bit well oh was this more of a political exercise than one that was perhaps data driven which was ironic given that we're both finance professionals and I think this sort of statement of you can't measure everything it's a particularly dangerous myth that that afflicts a lot of traditional accountants and CPAs and I think it's probably to do with perception of a lot of these things are intangible and the first reason why I think it's dangerous is because if you look at well-known studies like Ocean Tomo's analysis of the S&P 500 and some of you might have seen that chart where it goes back to 1975 and it says that 15-17% or so of a company's valuation was made up by intangibles. So 83% or so was tangible assets. And now you look at it 2020, so project forward 45 years or so, and 90% of the value of the S&P 500 is now based on intangible value, not necessarily the value of the tangible asset. And then when you look at businesses like Airbnb, Netflix, Twilio, Facebook, Twitter, their market values far exceed the assets that are reported on their balance sheets. So at least, I guess, from an investor perspective, it seems intangibles matter enough to them to want to value them and invest in companies that are substantially intangible ideas. And I'd also posit that things like customer retention and satisfaction, employee engagement, quality, if you're a government, perhaps water cleanliness, is important or providing education to kids no matter what their gender is or to business and governments the impacts of tackling climate change these things matter and because they matter methods have been invented or are being invented to measure such impacts so but more on that in a minute so that's one big danger a lot of the world is about intangibles now the other one further danger is that big business decisions and even big decisions we have to make as societies often require for their success to be successful a better understanding of the intangibles because some executives finance professionals sometimes when they believe something's immeasurable they then don't even attempt or consider to attempt to begin to measure it and as a result the decisions they're making or supporting are probably less informed than they could be the chance of error increases Good ideas get neglected, resources get misallocated, money gets wasted, and the future health of our businesses and societies are necessarily being put at risk. And this intangibles measurement myth is, is again, very prevalent amongst finance professionals, particularly our more traditional colleagues, who probably would define measurement as something being uh, the ability to quantify something or to compute an exact value or 
reduce something to a single number because implicit in those definitions is this idea of 100% certainty, an exact quantification with no room for error. And I know I've been around business for 20 plus years now. I, I don't think we, we regard much things as certain. There's generally some uncertainty with stuff. And if you think about it, tangibles, things like physical buildings, the laptops in front of you, cash and bank, which you see in the balance sheet, they're tangible because you can feel some certainty with them. You can touch them. They, they seem a bit more real. But there's a bit of irony that last one I threw in cash and bank or cash in hand because money, it's an idea. It's a concept. It's intangible. If you look at things like Bitcoin, it's completely digital. The euro, that was an idea that 19 countries bought into to adopt a single European currency. So this traditional accountant's definition if that was the gold standard for measurement, I, I couldn't see very little getting measured. And I just wouldn't see how scientists or actors or even industries like insurance or, or big tech would have even survived or let alone thrived. So given things like the value of a Bitcoin is measurable and it's only an idea, then surely we can also start to begin to measure the importance of that next big IT investment in our organizations, the impact of employee morale, quality, new production methods like flexibility and agile working, even gravity, that intangible force that surrounds each and every one of us that keeps us stuck on our earth and perhaps behind our desks. You know, that could be measured by a smartphone, a piece of paper and a pencil. Really good YouTube clip on that one. I recommend you check it out. So where do we start? I don't think you're going to be able to convince people staunch in their views that, that certain things can't be measured. But I would suggest don't be put off by people thinking that way because intangibles are important. And all you need to do to help them is help them accept two things. They just accept a couple of things. It's one that we can measure what matters because if it matters, it means we must be able to observe in some way. So look at uh, Isaac Newton, how he figured out gravity, or Enrico Fermi, how he calculated the force of an atomic blast using something simple like confetti. Take the concept of mentorship. Even as that's possible to measure because it's one of those things you'd rather have more of than less of, right? Because it matters and might have some positive impact on the success of your career or whatever endeavor you're undertaking. And the second thing I'd try and look for people to accept is that measurement is not about absolute certainty. It's more of a process that helps us reduce our uncertainty. No matter how fuzzy a measurement is, it's still a measurement if it tells you something more than you did than you knew before. So it's a probabilistic exercise. Whereas one like double entry accounting, that was a model that was built on absolute certainty. I don't know about you, but how many of you listening uh, have wasted nights trying to get that trial balance back to zero or reconciling the debtor's ledger so that you've got every cent, penny or whatever accounted for. I said in business, 100% certainty is fairly rare. And to help people start accepting these premises is to begin with asking the right questions. And there's two of them. Again, let's keep this episode in twos. One of my favorite sayings is the scientist Charles Kettering a problem stated is a problem half solved. 
keeps the two in my head. Uh, the first question is, let's say you want to measure something like strategic alignment. You ask the person, or I'll bring it up in subject, what do you mean by strategic alignment? Or in your mind, what does strategic alignment mean to you? Now, preferably, I'd love to hear what their answer is. And then I'd probably suggest let's Google it. Because more often than not, in this day and age, someone else has already figured out how to measure these things. So when I did the Google, it suggests things like employer participation, communication, a strategy, uh, linking of individual goals to strategic objectives. And the great thing is you can actually calculate and measure what percentage of each of those things is happening, reduce the uncertainty for the decision makers. And that's what accountants and finance professionals have been doing for millennia. We've been measuring stuff and counting things even if it was starting out on an abacus in the early days. And then we can take the, the, those data points and turn them into penetration rates or pen rates. And secondly, the second question is, why would you care to measure this? You know, why does it matter to you? What's that uncertainty reduction of strategic alignment worth to the decision maker? I also like to think about this, and I wouldn't say it gives me a bad rep, but it drives my business partners a bit potty sometimes, is put your money where your mouth is. How much are you going to allocate of your budget to reduce the uncertainty of that decision or this activity over other ones? It's like getting your wallet out to pay for something. If it really matters to you and measurement of it does matter to you and it's something you want to track, then surely you can assign some sort of value to that uncertainty reduction. And again, I think it's an activity that finance professionals were there to ask those tough questions sometimes. It allows us to stay more relevant into the future. And that's why we bring guest mentors onto the Strength in the Number show. Because some of those conversations could feel a little awkward. We might feel a bit out of place. But that's the value of mentorship, right? Is having an understanding of what the path was of someone else who already took it reduces that uncertainty. So there's value in that. And it allows you to figure out whether that's a path you want to take or avoid. Because... One thing I love about the guest mentors who come on to our weekly podcast that we interview is they share things that also didn't work for them. They're hard-won lessons. And that helps the rest of us avoid going down their paths or perhaps adjust their approaches so we may be a bit more successful. And that then helps us have more informed decisions and hopefully help our decision makers and those we support in our work and activities. Hopefully they make better decisions, which is good for our organisations. Uh, our colleagues or communities at large and society at whole. So whilst people might be right to say you can't measure everything, I certainly believe you can measure the stuff that matters. And anyway, I'd love to know what you think, if that is possible or not. Appreciate your thoughts, like always. And what we also appreciate, and again, thank you very much for doing this. A lot of you do this, is we really appreciate it when you let your friends and colleagues know about the show. You, they can find SI10 on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, and Amazon Music. And you can also check out our website for show notes, key quotes, blogs, key resources, and much more. So look, hope you found this week's Monday Memo useful. Hope you have a fantastic week ahead. And as always, take care, stay safe, and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.